Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to another edition of the Real Bourbon Bros podcast. Essential podcast for the novice yet curious whiskey enthusiasts. Yeah. All right, everybody. Another Real uh, Bourbon Bros episode is coming at you. This is season two episode, what is this, 22. So 37 overall. Um, You know what I'm going to say? It's another. How are you keeping track of that? It's just a number. Yeah, I think I have like some kind (laughs) of. Asperger spectrum thing going on. I don't know. I'm good with numbers, man. It's, it's been uh, a while since we, uh, we, you know, we got the pod here. So, yep. Yeah, I know. Uh, for being Polish and counting that high, you know, it's quite, quite the achievement. So, uh, you, you, you use a uh, reverse Polish notation. <laughs> Whatever that is. Sure. I don't, you know what that is. <laughs> all you geeks out there, all you engineers out there might, might know that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that RPN, one is. man. All right. Well, welcome everybody. Another episode of the Real Burn Bros podcast. I am Gary and Steve is flying uh, in the passenger seat here on another episode or driver's seat. Uh, (laughs) So we have a lot to catch up on. Um, A lot is going on. So uh, real quick outline for the uh, uh, podcast tonight. Obviously, we'll start with uh, everybody's favorite, favorite, favorite segment, searching for Pappy. Uh, and then big, big night as well. And what's the juice? Cause this will be Steve's last sample of whiskey that I sent him several months yeah. back. So we'll, uh, hit that up. And then finally, I know we're going to do uh, a small segment here at the end, just kind of a free forum, uh, discussing, uh, a very important topic. I know dear to my brother's heart, uh, deer hunting and the whiskeys that go along best go along with the camp, their deer hunting camp. So you camp juice. Did you hear camp juice? There's the title. <laughs> Got it. Nice. I like it. Trademark that man. All right. So, uh, I know we had a, Oh, and one more thing. I did have some feedback before we get started. I say, um, too many feedback. times. Yeah. I said one of my friends up in Connecticut will shout out. Thanks for listening. He said, I say, um, too many times. So instead of saying, um, oh, I'm going to say that before, um, um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, ah, uh, or, ah, uh. yeah, that's different than, um, that works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of your professional speaking, uh, experience, you know, that comes into play there. Right. Right. Yeah. What, what word, what's your crutch word as your, as your brain is formulating your next thought, like everybody has their crutch words. So the crutch word. Yeah. I don't know. Whiskey? No. Whiskey, uh, bourbon. bourbon. Scotch. Bourbon. Mm. bourbon. Those, those are uh, big words bourbon. for us. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get going with uh, what's the juice. Uh, Steve, I what's will let juice? you go. Yeah, I'll let you go first. Not what's the juice. I'm sorry. I'm way too no. far ahead of myself. Well, I, so, you let me go first? <laughs> searching for Pappy. Searching for Pappy. Let's start there. Um, what do you got? What do you got this week? What do I got this week? Well, I did pick up, uh, some more of the, uh, local store picks, um, in the area. So this was a, a maker's mark, uh, store pick, uh, from the Novi 
party store. Nobody party store. Shout out Calvin. Yep. I'm Calvin. Yep. Uh, called Chocolate Thunder. That's what he named it, anyways. Uh, very good Maker's Mark product that he has there. Yeah. And uh, I would recommend going and getting one. Uh, actually, that's one I'll probably get out of here. Camp. Yeehaw. Yeah. All right, so that was a Maker's Mark store pick. And uh, Maker's Mark, uh, as you noted, Steve, they always have excellent products uh, when it comes to these uh, store picks. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the proof on that roundabout? roundabout? Uh, I think it was over 100, I think, just over. I, I don't know. I have to go look at the bottle. Yeah. Usually they're around 110 or so, the ones yeah. that I, I've gotten, but uh, nice. So Maker's Mark store pick. And what anything else uh, that you would recommend this week that you, that you picked up? I can't think of any. Actually, none. I mean, some other bottles that, you know, I've just as a secondhand bottle or ones that I've ran out of. Yeah. Okay, nice. One hit wonder. I like it. Yeah, it's a good week though. Um, and, and just to bring everybody up to speed, if it's your first time listening, shame on you. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, in this segment, searching for Pappy, we discuss our uh, picks that week of bourbon, scotch, rye, whiskey of any type that we found in lieu of searching for Pappy at MSRP. So again, these are our picks that we picked up and we want to share them with you. So um, I have a few. I said, um, there, I noted that. So I had a few, I, we had a little, we had a little yeah. Halloween get together at the house and one of our mutual friends, actually our real estate agent who got us our house here, helped us get us our beautiful home here in Tampa. She brought over, uh, this little, this little, uh, bottle for me. Um, for those of you who obviously can't see it, but I'm showing Steve now on the camera when we're recording this Nikita nice. whiskey from the barrel. So I already had one of these and ah. she got me, she got me a second one. So, um, I have two of these now. So Nikita, a very big, uh, brand out of, J of the Japanese whiskey realm. This is 51.4% alcohol by volume. Now, <coughs> excuse me. We haven't talked a lot about whiskey. From Japan this season, I know in episode or season one we had a uh, we had a episode or two we discussed it a little bit more. But Japanese whiskey in general, for those of you who are novices, um, again we are novices at something here in the whiskey world. But uh, Japanese whiskey is typically more based along the Scotch flavor profiles rather than a bourbon flavor profile. So it's a little more peaty typically, um, less proof. Uh, the notes are a little more florally, uh, earthy. Um, vanilla -y, uh, I mean, that's even a word, vanilla, -y. uh, vanilla, -y. but, uh, I like this uh, expression <laughs> because it is, yes, a little peaty, but it has a little higher proof. Um, so yeah. I, I like the punch that it offers, but it's always good to have a couple bottles of Japanese whiskey. I think in your collection, this bottle is really cool. So, um, I'll try to put this up on our social media so you guys can take a look at what it looks like. Um, I think I actually did already, but I'll put another photo up. Uh, Nikita whiskey from the barrel, 51.4% alcohol out of Japan. Really like that bottle. Yeah. So thank you, Lisa, for that bottle. Ooh. Yeah. So I, I do remember another one. Um, it was a JD bottle that I picked up, a single, single barrel select. Johnny Derringer? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Derringer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, good old Jack Daniels. Jackie. Uh, Jackie Crack Corn. Uh, I don't care. Single barrel select uh, from Novi Party Store. It's barrel number four. Okay. 
for them. Okay. So, um, very uh, subdued. I mean, I, I think I picked this at the same time I did the maker's mark and tried one after the other. And, you know, after having the maker's mark and having this one, this one's only, uh, I think, 47%. Okay. Uh, not a, not, yeah. Not, not the high proof stuff. Then not yeah, a, it, was, it was a little subdued, but yeah. it was smooth. So very, you yeah. know, a those, taste of like real sweet peanuts and corn and caramel. So yeah, yeah those good. Those Jack Daniels single barrel store picks are, I think are highly underrated and price per quality poor ding, uh, is outstanding. A good, great to outstanding. I would say. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff. So, excellent, Steve. Uh, my next bottle I want to kind of discuss. I've been looking for this bottle for a few years now, maybe two to three years. Now, eh, maybe two years has been out. Um, and Wally, my guy at Whiskey Willie's, um, they had one of these bottles I saw on their social media that somebody had bought one a few weeks ago. And I put the good word in saying that I was interested. And Michael, uh, shout out Michael, uh, Wally's son there who helps Wally with the store. Uh, said he would uh, look around for me and uh, let me know if, I, uh, if they got one. So without further ado, this bottle is, and see if I'll show it to you first, if you can see that. It's the Baker's 13-year. Oh, yeah. yeah, Baker's 13-year. Right. Yeah, exactly. 13. It does Single... say 13 in the bottle. Yes, it does. Yeah, so we all know Baker's 7-year, which you can pretty much find at any liquor store. Pretty easy to find that stuff. But the 13 year obviously is six more years. Same 107 proof, still a single barrel. And Baker's obviously is at a Jim Beam distillery in Kentucky. So we know it's gonna be a quality product. Um, very uh, hard to find this bottle in, in Florida. Uh, maybe you, you've seen it up there, Steve, in Michigan, but um, yeah, a cool cap no. on the top and everything. I'll put social media pics I up do, I, do like well. their, I do like their cork. It's nice and heavy cork. Yeah. Exactly. So 13 year single barrel, uh, straight bourbon whiskey from Jim beam. Uh, the proof, like I said earlier was one Oh seven. Um, so I already uh, opened this, uh, this past weekend and, uh, a lot of heat, uh, a lot of pepper. Um, so it might have a high rye, uh, rye mash bill. Honestly, I haven't looked, uh, what the mash bill makeup was, but definitely a good sipper, a good night capper, uh, quality, quality stuff from Jim beam there. I like that product a lot. And hey, so uh, Gary, uh, one of the things that we did not maybe talk about yet is some really good stuff that uh, you had imported from uh, European lands, right? Uh, so, like, Baron Jaeger? What was that? Baron Jaeger? Oh, yes. The uh, German. Uh... Honey bourbon. Honey bourbon, yes. So yes. I, I, you know, you had brought this up and I I just tried this uh, just last week. And I tell you what, I mean, it, it is not as sweet as I thought it'd be. I thought, you know what, if you, if you heat up honey and it's uh, like you make a hot toddy, right? It, and, uh, right. And, and this would be excellent alone, just with some hot water in this. Baron Jaeger, yeah. make a hot toddy. It's 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 not as uh, sweet as you think it might be, and right. you know the the honey. It's very subdued, um, and it's it's a good sipper for uh, like a dessert dessert drink, or maybe a honey camp. Ooh, foreshadowing. Ooh, <laughs> no, yeah. I I, no. I don't think we I don't I don't think we had talked about that on the pod. 
Um, but yeah, we, we were sent those bottles a few months ago and, um, yeah, I, I think they were, uh, well-received, uh, the few folks I, uh, sampled that for, um, but because I, it's, it, it's not a true whiskey bourbon, it's, it's, it's a flavored, right. right. So it's a, it's a honey flavored honey liqueur. Yeah. So it's a, it's a more of a liqueur than a whiskey. That's why I guess we didn't highlight it earlier, but yeah, there are some good liqueurs out there that are excellent that kind of mold, you know, meld the flavors of bourbon and honey and other, you know, um, there's a peanut butter one, there's a lemon one, there's a whole, uh, whole bunch of, uh, peanut and jelly sandwich, you know, liqueur yeah. whiskey, they yeah. call it. So there's whole there's lots of them out there, but yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Steve. I appreciate that. And I have one more bottle, unless you have something else to add to that. No, no, I don't. I mean, I, I just say if, you know, if you're looking for some of the um, kind of sweeter ones, and I like this because it's it's more on those, I like either sweeter or like cinnamony or spicy ones. Um, right. But I like to see oh, the cinnamon. The floral yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from the Japanese ones. Uh, <laughs> all right. So last bottle uh, I want to highlight tonight. So we've been doing, well, we've been doing uh, Searching for Pappy now for, what, uh, over a year, right? This is, well, about a year. I think we probably started, <laughs> no, it's probably about a year we started ago. It's pretty early well, on. We, in we, season started, we started the, the segment, but I, I think, uh, no, we've been, yeah. Searching for Pappy been, for, for uh, like uh, me probably, years. yeah, eight or nine years. So um, the last bottle I want to highlight uh, I don't know if we need to uh, rename the segment um, because you know the bourbon snobs out there maybe might not recognize this bottle uh, as a true as a true pappy. But look what I got! Oh wow, nice! So I got in front of me the ten-year-old Rip Van Winkle, the entry-level bottle in the pappy line, 107 proof, made bourbon. There you go, man. Got my first Pappy. How do you like that? Nice. That, that, that's how Pappy looked like when he was a young lad. Yeah, I'll send the pictures of this out. I'm sure everybody has seen this. But yeah, 10 years old, uh, handmade bourbon um, out of the old Rip Van Winkle Distillery in Kentucky, 107 proof. This is a very, very good bottle of whiskey. It is overpriced, obviously, because it does carry that pappy uh, uh it is in the pappy line it's the entry yeah. level one so I, I don't know if we can i don't know i don't think we can retire the segment but uh because i did pay msrp i got this through abc liquor here in tampa they have a program called the vault if you spend so much money per year you get four invites or so to the vault first come first serve and i was lucky enough to be the first one in to get this bottle I mean, price MSRP, is i mean that's a that's a steal eighty nine dollars yeah this bottle so I could turn around and sell this for about 10 times that price, as most people know. Um, so yeah, got my bottle of Pappy. So Steve, when you're down here next time, I don't know if I'll open it, but it'll be here to look at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It'll just collect dust otherwise. Uh, yeah, well, I'll take it my second one. But uh, yeah, it was very, very, I think ABC Liquor. I know a lot of people That's say it. crap about it in the process, but I was, I never would have got that bottle anywhere else for MSRP. So Searching for Pappy continues because this is, technically not a pappy uh even though it's in the pappy line the van winkle line um yeah so uh i, I mean, count well, it you have that you know you have a searching for your second pappy yeah or the real pappy <laughs> the real bourbon bros 
<laughs> real bourbon bros searching for the real pappy. Yeah, it starts exactly. the, the lineage of pappies, though. So yeah, exactly. So and I like it a lot better than the twelve year and the lot B. So I I I like this a lot. I've had it so many times now. I'm just like, it's just so sweet you know. and uh, delicious and caramely and butterscotchy and all that good stuff. But all right, wraps up another uh, segment of uh, well, we're searching for pappy. What's the juices next, Steve? I think you have one bottle, uh, one sample left. Uh, yeah. Whiskeys I sent you. What's the juice? Yep. Hold on. And. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring everybody up to speed. So again, uh, what's the juice? This segment we will, we have been, I should say, sampling back and forth whiskeys that we send to each other without knowing what it is. We get to ask each other five questions regarding that said whiskey. And then with those information from those five questions, you uh, have the opportunity as an audience also to guess what uh, the other is, uh, other brother is sampling. So um, Steve has one more sample tonight that I sent him several months ago. We've been going through these periodically. Um, he has one left and he'll ask me five questions about that said whiskey and then see if he can figure out what it is. Um, what is yeah, this is, I believe B we had a, B, C, D, E, F. This is B this is I B. believe. Yep. So Steve is pouring as we speak his, as in his Glencairn glass. Glencairn neat glass, uh, a neat pour, Ooh. obviously. That's the only way to do it, in my opinion. But um, we will take Steve's questions here and see if we can finally, finally get a winner. Get a winner. We need a winner. Okay, so I have poured a little bit of uh, Vile B in my Glencairn. Nice, um, nice. Smelling the aromas. The aromas. Mm -hmm. And what are the aromas? It's not a high proof. Correct. Well, is that a question? <laughs> no, I'm just a kidding. Statement. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, sample it. It's my observations. Uh, okay. So not a high proof. That is the deep analysis that you've listened to this podcast now for two years for. It's not a high proof. We. That's what we're building on that, that, that step right there, that foundation. So not a high proof. What do you, have you have you tried it yet? What do you, what do you, what do you kind I've of, tried it. Are you getting? It, it, it is not a scotch. It is not a scotch. Nope. It's not a high proof. Do you have a question you would like to ask? Yeah. After, after that, well, it's got some legs on it though. Good uh, okay. viscosity. Um, okay. Is this, uh, a, from a major distillery, a major distillery, uh, I didn't even know the distillery. A well-known distillery in Kentucky. How's that? No. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got all these like distilleries from everywhere. Yeah. Is I gave the, you, I, I gave you a smorgasbord plethora of whiskeys. Is this a uh, distillery out west? No. Oh, gosh. That's two, three more. You need to be like, where is this distillery located? <laughs> That's what you should be asking. Uh, I should maybe give you that parameter to tell you where it is, and then you can go from there. Well, I mean, it, it, may, it may or may not help me at all. Um, yeah, you're right. With this one, it probably won't. 
I, I mean, I, I thought like yes and no would be appropriate then. Uh, okay. Hey, tell me what town and state and- uh, It's not from a state. What name is this from? <laughs> I can't tell you that it's Diller. <laughs> I can tell you the town if you want to know the town. No, it, it, I, I've narrowed, I mean, I've not narrowed it down, but I've eliminated uh, quite a few. <laughs> okay. All right. So you got three more. Yeah. Um, do you... um, boy, that is smooth. It's smooth, but it's, uh, and so it doesn't have a, a big punch at the end. Nope. The finish is there. It, it, it lingers. It's, it's, it's a subdued um, taste on the back of your uh, mouth for sustained. So it's, it lingers. Okay. Um, uh, is is uh, what type of uh, whiskey is this? Irish whiskey. Mm. So could be something like a red dot. Red spot. Red, red spot. <laughs> Green dot. Red spot. Red spot. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is not red spot. Not. I do have red spot though. I just got that a few months ago. Is it um, red breast? No. <laughs> nope. It is not uh, red breast. I think you get one more. Gosh, all the. Uh... Okay, so it's probably not a Jameson because you wouldn't just give me a Jameson. No. Um, I won't count that as your question. So, all right. So it's. Um, do you like it? I mean, do you like the flavor? Do you like the overall what it's offering you? I do. Uh, like I said, it's it's a good sipper. I, I could probably uh, go through a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, is well it? Um, it's not old Bushmills, probably. Uh, no. Is it imported from <laughs> actually, this, whiskey. actually this whiskey you cannot buy in the U S really, um, is it a, hmm, is it a product of Bushmills? No. Okay. I, I give up. Dun, 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 dun. Tell me what it is. Two more? No. The Temple, Temple Bar, Bar Irish traditional whiskey. Irish whiskey. Tennille bought wow. this. Yeah, my wife bought this in Dublin when she was there. Cool little thing up there of the distillery. Um, and she brought it back with her. You cannot buy this in the States. I, You know, it, it's, uh, it's a smooth Irish whiskey. 40, yeah, 40% ABV, 80 proof. And here's the, here's the cylinder it came in. Kind of cool. Nice cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, thank you so much. That, that's, that's enjoyable. Yeah. It it's really nice. I like the bottle too. Pretty cool. But yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you know, as, as you know, I'd like more of the higher proof 
But yep. if I was handed this and I'm like, this is what we have, I would certainly enjoy it. Yeah. So it's a traditional Irish whiskey signature blend. Um, you know, established in 1840, uh, the Temple Bar. There it is. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. Hopefully you like it. Temple Bar Whiskey All right, so Company. All right, guys. We so need to kind of recap a little bit, right? So this was an Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. And, oh, by the way, I, I, I didn't take notes on the vials and the letters <laughs> corresponding to what. <laughs> but I do know most of them now, obviously. Oh, you want to recap and all of them or just one we just did? No, just, uh, yeah, no, just all of them. Just uh, go down the list of uh, the ones that... Uh, you had sent me. Oh, I got a voucher too for the Temple Bar. A voucher? Yeah, I found this in the cylinder. For a free massage? No. <laughs> it's not a tug and go, man. <laughs> <laughs> tug and go. Uh, rub and tug. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, let's recap. We did six different uh, samples this time I had sent Steve. Um, and starting with, let's just start with the, not the chronological, but the alphabetical order. So a was doc holiday, seven year uh, bourbon whiskey, which, uh, age in Texas bottled in Georgia. Great, great bottle. Love it. High proof there. I think it was like 62, uh, ABV, uh, B we just had tonight, the Irish bar, um, traditional Irish whiskey from Dublin. C was Glen Livet, 14 year distillery single cask. That was a bottle that you only can get from uh, the distillery uh, Glen Livet in Scotland. They do not, they do not um, export that to the US. I exported it to Germany and my cousin had uh, graciously enough sent it to me. So that was a, a treat to have that bottle. Uh, I still have it Yep. Uh, D was a little more Asian in origin. John Paul uh, Indian whiskey. Not John a favorite. Paul. Not a favorite of uh, Steve. Was it, was it really John Paul? Yeah, John Paul. Or Paul John. Paul okay. John. Paul John. My bad. My bad. Just Paul John. Me. Okay. Yeah, Paul John uh, Indian whiskey. Not a fan. Too much peat for me. Uh, e was Templeton Rye. 10-year rye whiskey. That was... I love that one. I think that's... It outstanding. So Templeton, I was going to ask you about that one because I did see it today uh, Mm -hmm. in the store. So I'm like, I think I might have that one next time. Yeah. Well, you have to go, you have to go back and look at your label if you have any of E left, but that was a Templeton 10 year. They have a cast strength as well. I haven't had that one, I don't think, but the 10 year is just high quality. And I recommend that to anybody. And then F was Hooten Young, Hooten Young, six year. Yeah. Uh, whiskey uh, finished in white Zinfandel casks. So that was uh, a little treat there with an interesting finish. So those were the six that I gave you for nice. what's the yeah. juice. What was your favorite out of all of them? Or you have to go back and taste them all, I guess. Uh, I would have to, but no, I, I enjoyed tasting all of them. There's such a variety yeah of uh, taste spectrum and all of them that's what i was trying to do give you a little bit of yeah. something else you know not just a traditional whiskey or yeah. bourbons no i think i was i was most 
uh, interested. Uh, I like the Doc Holiday. I think. Yeah, best. that's a heavy hitter, man. That's like right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. High proof bourbon with Absolutely. a lot of butterscotch. My, my caramel. favorite was maybe the the Paul John, but um, yeah, I would say too. Templeton was good. Hoot and Young was good. Yeah. Uh, and then the the Templeton Bar, this Irish whiskey is is yeah, it's the Temple Bar, yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that I, I really kicked myself in the arse for was uh, the Glen the Glenlivet because you know was the like, bourbon, right? <laughs> I had it in my head that this is not a scotch. I'm like, oh my god, this is a scotch. It does it doesn't it doesn't drink like a scotch. It's a higher proof, right? And right. That, that throws everybody off. Like I think it was yeah. like uh, over a hundred exactly. proof. It throws everybody off. So I know the first one you started with, if I'm not mistaken, was the C. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, that brings together another not going, not going my way segment of what's the juice. Hopefully everybody enjoyed that segment. What's the juice? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do some more of that in the future. We have some creative uh, ideas uh, coming up, but uh, that's something yeah. we may uh, come back to. All right, Steve, I know you wanted to right. get into, well, it is, I'm going to play Fred Bear right now. Anyway, uh, it's hunting season in a lot of the Northern States, including down the valley we'll get that buck it is opening day is approaching <laughs> opening day in michigan the wolverine state coming up here next week on the what is it the 14th of november i believe or the 15th 15th i was one day off one five. There you go. Opening so. day of Whitetail, and a lot of schools will have that day off because the kids will not be at school. They will go hunting instead. So we get that day off of school. Pretty cool deal of living up we in the probably keep them safer though too. You know. Yeah, exactly. Shoot each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, bullets flying around. That's that's insensitive about the climate going on right now, right? So we. Well, this is hunting though. This is real hunting. Not. No, I'm not. Yeah, no. It's so, not. um, what hunting? I guess we, Steve, you, uh, you are going up North, uh, for hunting. You were up there for yeah. bow hunting already. Cause bow hunting has been going on. For I have already time. been. So bow hunting started October 1st. And so, yeah, I've been out uh, a few times. Okay. And so, so passed on, uh, passed on my big bucks. No, actually I didn't see any big bucks. J- uh, Jack squat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Jack. So you, so my, my, uh, I'm just going to paint the picture for our viewers here. Just imagine, uh, (laughs) just imagine, uh, middle, middle, middle-aged individual dressed up in, uh, orange bright clothes, maybe (laughs) going out in the middle of the woods with his gun, his knife, his sidearm. And a bottle of whiskey in the other hand, drinking it as he goes down the trail to his camp. I got that pegged, I think, pretty right. Uh, so, how did you mix the whiskey into your experience out on the hunting ground? I can't, you know, when you're hunting. Well, and- so typically, I mean, on some hunting deer camps, you know, you might get twelve guys showing up. You might get just you and another buddy. Maybe you, you know, maybe by you by yourself, right? So. But at the end of the day, when you're out there sitting in the woods and you're just staring into, you know, down the trail or down the valley, or, you know, you're sitting there quite quite a long time, got a lot of time to think. And one of the things that you can be thinking about is, gosh, when I get back to deer camp, I'm going to crack open that bottle of bourbon. <laughs> so which one will that be? 
Mm. And which one are you going to be looking forward to when you get back to deer camp? Now, uh, Cookie, you know, he's got, you know, the grill going, he's got the steaks on and the taters going and the mashed taters and that stuff, you know, okay. so, so you're getting hungry. So you're going to be hungry. Then after that, you know, you help clean up and you sit down and you're going to have a Glencairn class or maybe not just a tumbler, maybe. And you could pour yourself a nice heavy dose of deer camp juice. Deer camp juice trademark. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh you know I usually go with uh like three or four bottles you know and at a time. Uh, you know with with varying degrees of uh, taste and proof. I'm a high proof guy, so. Typically, these are going to be, you know, bottled and bond or higher. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I picked up uh, some Maker's Mark. I picked up some Journeyman. Um, I'll probably take uh, a barrel craft spirit one. Ooh, uh, that's the nice stuff. And, yeah. Then, then I'm thinking of maybe one of my Jack Daniels. Ooh, store pick single barrel. I think that would be an easy single sipper. barrel, barrel proof. Oh, barrel proof. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So a few questions, few questions. All right. So let's back it up. So you said at, so for those who are not big hunters, you have a blind out in the woods where you sit and that's where you, you know, you're hunting obviously. And then you have a camp that's maybe a half a mile, yeah. a few hundred yards, a mile, whatever away where everybody else kind of uh, congregates before they go out hunting, sleeps the night, you know, watches TV, eats, etc. So would you suggest from the expert that you are in terms of drinking, winking, drinking whiskey and hunting, yeah. would it be a good idea to bring a little flask to the blind with you? I don't recommend it. Okay. Uh, now, 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 I'm, well, I, I wouldn't say I don't recommend it. A flask is good. You know, it, little sips here and there, it, uh, you know, it, primes you for the evening, I guess. But what's really good though, is to get some bourbon cream in your coffee in the morning. Uh, okay. Take that out to your deer blind. I always like to get, uh, you know, a thermos full of coffee out, out there and, uh, you know, put a little bourbon cream in it, or, you know, just mix some, you know, some hot damn or something in there. Hot so. damn. But nowadays I'm, I'm usually getting some good quality bourbon instead of the uh, cheap whiskey, but yeah, you graduated. No, I mean, I think a flask would be okay, but I, I think, uh, I would save it being responsible. Yeah. I would save it to after dinner when you're in deer camp and you're uh, telling your, your stories about the day and what you saw and what you could have done. And yeah, you could make this missed on the trail going up to his deer blind. <laughs> you can make the story better, right? <laughs> if you're a little, little, little loopy loop on the juice, you could uh, make that story a little more creative maybe. And, and it's a good point that you do, that you do point out that you probably, if you're trying to have all your wits about you, you don't want to be, uh, um, you know, at any deficit with your senses because of the whiskey, if you're trying to bag the buck, as they say. So that's a, that's a good point from the real bourbon bag bros. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and another, you know, while you're sipping your whiskey, you know, it's time, you know, you know, the, the one guy that's responsible for the entertainment, right? I would highly suggest uh, watching the deer hunter Ooh. every year. 
I haven't Air seen. Deer, yeah. I need it's, to watch. It's like three hours long, yeah, though. It was a uh, 1970 something, yeah. 1980. De Niro, um, De Niro, right? De Niro, Christopher Walken, John yeah. Savage. I mean, it is a uh, it, it is a great movie to watch. It's a long movie, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it gets everyone kind of in the mood, but or yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you listen to Fred Bear by Ted Nugent, and you watch The Deer Hunter. I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Damn. Well, you, you know, you listen to you know Fred Bear yep. as you go out to your deer camp, but. Yeah, I mean that's the best. So, so that, actually, that's the morning. That's the morning wake up song. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I when I was going to school, high school, up, up, uh, in Northern Michigan, they would play that on uh, the Bear was a station, but it was like WGFM, right, one hundred five one out of uh, Sheboygan, St. Louis. They would play. Oh, yeah. They would play Fred Bear every hour on the hour, the first day of deer hunting season, like the opening day. What, what was it? What's that? Isn't it called the Bear or something? Yeah, well, yeah, it was called the Bear after GFM Gold. It was like Gold GF or GFM Gold. Remember that? It was Gold something. I remember back when you were in high school, probably. But uh, yeah, they'd play Fred Bear on the hour, the local uh, radio station. Uh, every every hour they'd play that for opening day. So um, nice. shout out Ted Nugent. I know everybody's not a big supporter of his, but he's a big uh, sportsman conservationist. So uh, we got to respect him for that fact. Um, let's see, what other question did I have? Oh the uh what are you so you're you already told us what you're bringing up this year um <laughs> well I'll, I'll put this in i'll put it in better than that <laughs> copyright infringement we'll have to write ted a check um no just kidding so um, you bring it, you already told us what you're bringing up there. Uh, you're heading up next yeah. week. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, maybe only a few days away, uh, from opening day. Um, yeah. and then what about, here's the big question. When you hit that big buck, let's big say you get, the, you get the big buck. What's the celebration drink? Oh gosh. You might have yeah. To because it, it is quite an effort to, depending on, you know, where you are in, in the swamp or, you know, drag that big boy out. Right. So it's a lot of effort in there. Um, and after everything's said and done, oh gosh. Yeah. You're right. You might have to have a special bourbon. You might have to bring just like, for that. Yeah, just a little, little like, flask. And you don't open it unless you get it right. Right. And just bring a little flask of it up there, you know, just for you, you to have maybe. Oh, well, I mean, you, so you're talking a special bourbon. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. It depends on uh, how big of a uh, hunter you are, right? If you're just up there for the <laughs> S's and G's, are you up there for the, uh, you know, are you up there to get, to bag that buck and you're all about it? Maybe that's, that's you, you want something just for yourself because you're pretty intense about the well, situation. Well, and also it, it would be nice to uh, take a bottle up that you could open up and you could celebrate and share with yeah. your comrades. Uh, and because I love a good bourbon story. A yes. good bourbon bottle story. How's that? Right, right. Yeah, we've talked. You've talked about that be, previously. Could be yeah. The year, man. This could be the year. You know, <laughs> Every year, bottle comes either. out. All right. Well, like I got me some uh, Jägermeister. No, I got me some Pappy. Yeah. <laughs> Which one would you say? Pappy. I got me some Pappy. <laughs> well, or some, you know, Heaven Hill Seventeen or. Ooh. Yeah, no. Elijah Craig barrel proof even. I mean, that's Templeton Rye or yeah, which are the other ones that I'm I'm or some or, or some uh, 
Bardstown, you know, some yeah, you collaborative love, Bardstown, you Bardstown with some Black or some Remus. This is good. Or some Remus, yeah. All right. Well, cool. I, I, I mean, we could probably do this segment for a long, for another hour, but we'll, we can maybe pick up some more of this segment, uh, next podcast after opening day and, uh, see, get some feedback from you. Number one, to see how the hunting went and number two, to see if there's any bourbon left. <laughs> or which <laughs> bourbons I've picked up along the way. Yeah. And see, get the feedback from everybody at camp, what they liked, what they didn't like, how many fights were there, how many times the cops were called, you know, all the good stuff. You know, and, and, and also I like to say, um, which we don't have a lot of at our deer camp, but uh, deer camp is an excellent place to do bottle share. Ah. Right. So everyone bring their favorite bottle and it's an excellent place because you get to sit and enjoy and yep. talk about bourbon. Yep, exactly. Well, uh, best of luck to you, brother, this week. Hopefully, uh, if you do get some, uh, get a deer, I want a little bit of that venison, you know. Don't forget about me. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. And uh, hopefully you have a safe travels up and best of luck with the buck. <laughs> what are you trying to rhyme? <laughs> a rapper over here. <laughs> best of luck with the buck. Yeehaw. All right. Uh, anything else good to luck. add, brother? Nope. I'm good to go, brother. All right, everybody. Again, thanks for listening to us. Uh, listen to our social. Listen to our social. Find us on all uh, platforms for podcasts out there. Everything from uh, iTunes, TikTok. Excuse me, iTunes. Was... Not iTunes. Jeez. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. We're on YouTube. Oh, Facebook, no. Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. and TikTok, or no. X. No, I gotta, I gotta Twitter. start that. I gotta start that over. I gotta edit that out. No, I was gonna say you can find our our podcast on any of the podcast platforms, um, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, and all the other big ones. <laughs> um, and Pandora. Yeah, Pandora, yep. Social media, again, we have an X account, Twitter account, uh, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. So give us a shout out, give us some comments. We appreciate any feedback. Till next time, brother. Giddy up. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>